0: Ask the Podcast Coach for February 13th, 2021. Let's get ready to
1: podcast.
0: There it is. It is Saturday morning. It means it's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com and joining me right over there is
2: the one and only Jim Cullison from
0: TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going,
2: buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Happy uh, Polar Vortex Week. Like, I, have, you, have you been following this? We're expecting negative 20 on Tuesday. Oh, like,
0: it, it's World Radio Day. Did you know that? Oh,
2: well, that's even well, that's more fun. No, I didn't know that.
0: It is World Radio Day, and they, they are not a sponsor. They should be. Um, hindenburg journalist software which is what i use to create this show is 40 percent off only today
2: nice. so
0: yeah so that's how do they
2: so how would i take advantage of that if i wanted to uh
0: go to, I H- to hindenburg.com i believe or if you just google hindenburg journalist uh that will uh get you over there but uh yeah they did this a couple years ago and i i really made a big deal about it except their software was like two bucks and um, the guy who runs it is uh, one of the guys that runs it. One's guys from Germany. The other guy's from, I think, Scotland of some it's serious accents going on all around. And they're, they're kind of like, yeah, thanks so much for telling the world. I'm like, well, it's a great sale, you know. So they, yeah. I think they've come to their senses. 40% off is still really good. <laughs> Two
2: bucks. It's it it, a, a little extreme. It was yeah. really,
0: well, really cheap.
2: Why would you do it if you didn't want people to take advantage of I, it?
0: I think they thought, "Oh, well nobody'll we'll do this and we'll get a few people." But they I don't okay. I I found it and spread the the word and uh Yikes. yeah uh they were like, yeah. "Oh, holy cow, you about put the company out of business. Thanks, Dave. I was like, it's a good deal, man. I love your software." So <laughs> it was kind of funny. But uh you know what's not funny?
2: Oh, hold oh. Wait a minute. Oh. I think I think I, we need a pour, right? We,
0: we do need a pour. Yeah. There's nothing Oh. To, oh, we but have, hold on. Bef- we have a new yeah. pitcher.
2: We do. Uh, brought, not brought to you by Thermos. They are the, this. <laughs> so my, my, just, just as a side note, just before we get to the, all this stuff, my, yeah. um my drip yeah. or my uh, percolator coffee bit the dust.
0: Oh, that's sad. So I,
2: I used it every day during the pandemic and the plug kind of rusted out and it just shorted out and died. So I ended up buying a stovetop percolator, which means I need a new craft down here. I <laughs> guess this could be a spa- sponsored spot, but. Go. But anyway, so here we go. Let's do this Copy. All pour.
0: right. Oddly enough, still sounds exactly the same. I know. It's pouring out of the other one. but uh, This
2: does sound. <laughs> hold on. There's, there's some sound there.
0: <laughs> there's a little sound there. But yeah, that pour is brought to you by uh, our good friend Mark over at PodcastBranding.co. Now, if you need... Uh, artwork for your podcast, if you need a logo for your podcast, maybe you need a cool-looking lead magnet, or I don't know, it's time to just redo the whole website. Mark is the guy you want to go with. He is a phenomenal uh, graphic artist. He designed the School of Podcasting logo. He designed the Ask the Podcast Coach logo. He he designed the Podcast Rodeo Show logo. And why did I hire Mark? Because he does good stuff. And he's a podcaster. So, half the fun of having somebody design something for you is they kind of go wait is that like a an internet radio show and you're like oh holy no mark gets podcasting and he will work with you he'll go listen to your show and make sure that your artwork is going to fit your brand hence the whole podcastbranding.co and then that's right one more bonus he's canadian that's right so you know he'll be polite check him out over at podcastbranding.co and tell him that hey dave and jim sent you (laughs)
2: it's to <laughs> too hot to do that this morning i the thermos is keeping it like too, too hot? hot
0: holy cow holy crap and then of, of, of course i'm gonna say what kind of mug are you drinking out of
2: there? yeah the, the mug brought to you by the dog podcast network dogpodcastnetwork.com. dog edition is the podcast great podcast to listen to when you're walking the dog or on the road you don't have to even own a dog maybe you're a dog wannabe Maybe you're thinking about getting a dog. This would be a great way to do this. Join the dog community without having to have a dog and to listen to dog edition, dog podcast network.com. They're giving away some gifts. They're giving away some prizes and they've got jobs. So check it out. Dog podcast network. There you go. Thanks James. You bet.
0: Yeah. And jobs is always fun. And uh, yeah. we especially have
2: especially this economy, yeah, right?
0: If you're, if you're watching this on YouTube and ask the podcast live, you can jump in by going to askthepodcastcoach.com slash join, or as Jim is holding up, we are also in Clubhouse. And the way this works is if you've raised your hand like Chad did, well, Chad knows that if you raise your hand, that means I'm going to record you. So that means Chad's already given me his permission, and that's why I'm bringing Chad up to the stage to uh, – ask a question. So he's making his way up the aisle. There he is. I see him. He's waving at us. And wow. And Chad has children. That's cool. Uh, how are you, buddy?
3: Hey, hey, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> the wife and I are sick, but hey, thanks for having me. My question is this. I've been a podcast producer for about five years and um, I've also produced audiobooks and I'm a I'm a book publisher. Uh, professionally. So I wanted to know, sorry about my daughter. I wanted to know I've heard that audiobooks and podcasts are starting to merge. So I just wanted to hear you uh, speak into that.
0: Sure. Um, if you, there's a really, and I mean really popular, uh, podcast called Dan Carlin's hardcore history. I have yet to listen to one because when I look at the length of them, they're somewhere between four and six hours long. And in my book, that's an audio book. Uh, Now, I also have people say that, you know, um, if you listen to Dan Carlin, you will not listen to anything else because it's really, really, really that good. This is a guy and this is public knowledge. I'm not outing him in any way. When he puts out an episode, he's getting millions of downloads within like the first two days. He just I mean, it's I was in uh, he's on Libsyn. Uh, I work for Libsyn and I was in Pittsburgh the one day and they made a joke. Uh, The one head tech guy came out and said. Hey, uh, the lights are going to dim, and I go, "Why is that?" And he goes, "Dan Carlin just released an episode."
2: Well, I think uh, what Chad may be referencing though too is Audible has gotten in the game yeah. on podcasting, right? And so now you can submit your podcast to Audible. It shows up there. There, you know, there are there technically differences between a uh, you know an an audio book and a podcast. Probably, does it matter if one is one or the other for people to listen? I think it depends on how you market it. So, I mean, I'm not sure it matters. Chad, why do you why do you think what's the motivation behind your question? Why do you think it matters?
3: Yeah, yeah, really. I mean, obviously podcasts have been free, ob- you know, advertisements yeah. make it um, monetizable, but you know, for as a as a book publisher, I'm thinking, okay, should I invest in an audiobook or should we just like do something different? Should we get on Uh, You know, you know, should we make it a a high? Here's the big difference. Audiobooks are high quality, high production, high cost. Podcasts are becoming easier and easier. And now, now with technology, you know, just all over the place, like the app we're in right now, I'm just thinking, how how should we invest our time and money?
2: Mm. See, that's a really, I think that's a really good question. So... Um, Podcasts, by the way, don't have to be low cost, low quality, right? They yeah. can be just as high quality, just as expensive to produce and still be a podcast, right? If you want to say it that way. Um, you know, I think you got to look, this is a marketing question. You got to kind of look at your potential audience for this and say, what's really the potential for someone to buy an audiobook based on this content? Uh, I, where I work at Gallup, we have, you know, I've managed a community of about 10,000 certified coaches, we probably have twenty five thousand around that. We've looked at the numbers and in some cases we're just not gonna get enough people to buy, you know, it's not a it's not gonna be a popular title that's gonna sell, you know, fifties or hundreds of thousands of these books to to be able to pay for it. You said the key word, it's expensive. So I think you have to look and say, Okay, how long is the content? How much is it gonna cost? What's my potential audience? Can we make that money back? Right? I mean, <laughs>
3: Yeah, well, and I love the example of Joe Paluzzi, who's an author, yeah. a podcaster, and a marketer. And he's pretty radical in his singularity of marketing. So he believes that you should have one platform until it just thrives, you move on. So what he did was really interesting. He wrote a fiction book, which was kind of crazy. He's a nonfiction writer. He releases the whole book solely as a podcast. Yeah. And yeah. then he released the print book, and he said it did incredibly well. So I wonder, too, if, if it's not an either or, I think it just might be, like you said, a marketing question, a okay. timing question.
2: I have Paul Thorat, who writes uh, tech, Windows Tech Books, he did a book where he released a chapter at a time and the book got more expensive as each chapter came out. So if you bought the book, you could buy it for 99 cents with chapter one and you would get the rest of the updates for free. And then oh, I don't know so if this was the pricing. But as each chapter came out, you know, it got more and more expensive. And uh, just kind of a way to get people to engage early. So, very creative, right? Did it work? I don't know. You know, it's. It, I think it's up to his his marketing and his bottom line to determine that. But I do. I do like the idea of writing a book, and and I've encouraged Dave to do this with profit from my podcast. Yeah, is rather than making an, an audio book all in one setting, is to break that thing up into chunks and just record it and release it as a podcast.
4: I, I have two
0: chapters recorded. Uh, and what I've been doing too is I'm going to take a page out of the David Hooper uh, book and as I'm reading the book, if there is something that has happened since the 14 months since I wrote the book, I throw that in there. So it's very much – I'm yes, I'm reading the book. But there are times – and I you can also take this out of the Gary V page. Gary V, if you ever listen to Crush It, half that audio book is him going, all right, hold on. Things have changed since I wrote this. And then he just goes on a tangent. And that made listening to that book an amazing experience because you're just waiting for Gary to go off again. So that was uh, that was kind of fun.
2: Um, Chad, does that well, help answer your question?
3: Yeah. Well, and I think Clubhouse could change these things too. You know what I'm saying? It's just different. And, and here's the cool thing just on an IP level you know an audiobook is a different you know ISBN number it's different intellectual uh-huh. property so i love yeah. the fact that we can kind of explore and it like you said i mean i listen to i listen to audiobooks and one that i listened to recently was jordan peterson's 12 rules for life and listening to him read it now not all authors do a great, <laughs> great job reading their
5: book yeah, that's true yeah. you know
3: dave you know voiceover work and and voice acting is a skill set but um I loved listening to it, and that's why I'm excited about um, about Clubhouse just as a podcaster, Dave. you know, maybe you could even speak more into that and, and i'll I'll jump off here and let you guys continue. but I just love the fact that it's in a sense it feels safer and yet more creative at the same time. So I'll jump off here
0: well the the story I wanted to share, I'm gonna now uh Craig Chad, Craig Chad, you can't see this, but I, I'm throwing some stuff on the screen here. Scott Sigor is a Hall of Fame podcaster. And the interesting thing about Scott is he recorded his podcast in his closet, um, you know, surrounded by shoes and, and things like that. And Scott did a – he tried to get a publisher for his book. Uh, the book was called EarthCore. And what Scott did was he merged science fiction with horror. And everybody is like, you crazy. You can't – science fiction and horror, what are you – are you nuts? You can't mix those two things together. So Scott started putting out a chapter at a time. And people started calling it Earthcrack because they're like, when is the next chapter coming out? They really had this engaged audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so eventually he gave away his entire book for free as a podcast. Then he went ahead and self-published on Amazon. He said, hey, audience who has received the entire book for free, if, if you wouldn't mind doing so, this is going to go live on this date. If you can order the book on this date – If you've gotten any value from this, you know book, it would be great. And plus, you know, you could give one to your friend or things like that who don't listen to podcasts because this is probably 2007, 2008 ish. And Scott was the number two item on Amazon, not number two in his category subcategory. He was number two on all of Amazon. He would have been number one except this other book came out. You may have heard of it called Harry Potter. And so, and then what happened then is that then all these people buying his book on Amazon led to him actually the next book he had a publisher. so it's it's one of those things. It's a, it's a fun story i'm I'm not really worried. I know some people are, are saying, "Is clubhouse going to kill podcasting?" And I'm like, I don't think so. To me, clubhouse is a little more like talk radio. And we have a, a station here in Akron. It's the talk of Akron, you know, WNIR 100 uh, on your FM dial, which I think is hilarious because they don't even put 100.1 The the ad is so old. And sometimes it's really good. And a lot of times it's crap because they don't have a call screener. And there, is,
2: so I've heard. Well, really, neither neither do we, Dave. So yeah. are we crap. Or is that what you're saying? No, no, no.
0: <laughs> but but realize now, Chad brought a great question, and Chad yeah. is not like he's. In fact, he's very graciously going. Hey, I'm going to back off. Let you guys talk. Yeah. But there are some people that just you know keep saying the same mm-hmm. thing over and over, and they're just like, "Well, it's fake news. It's fake news." And then you're like, "Okay, what else you got? That's yeah, fake news." And you're like, "All right, what else you got? Well, it's fake news." And you're like, "Okay, then that's we have to learn to." To kick those people to the curb or politely escort
2: them back, but uh, Chad, thanks for jumping in. Do you have a Do you have your own podcast?
0: I
3: do. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm a book publisher, but I'm I came at book publishing from the marketing side. So the the uh, mm-hmm. podcast that I produce is HIM Publications. So it's okay. just focused on marketing our books, but I do so in kind of a Gary V sort of fashion, like add value. I'm, I'm not super salesy about it. So yeah, yeah, Him Publications is our podcast.
2: All right. Thanks for thanks yeah, for jumping in on Clubhouse. In. Appreciate it. Hey,
3: thanks for having me. All right.
2: You bet. You Good talking come. to you. Dave, you know, as as Chad was in here, I was kind of thinking you were you had a sweet presentation put together that nobody in Clubhouse could see. No. And you know, we keep talking about the value of Clubhouse and all this, but like, that's a miss on the Clubhouse side, right? You're like, and I know, like, they want it to be audio only and blah, 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 whatever. Okay, I get that. But it it's too bad, because you're, like, you pulled that out. Like, you must have had it ready. But you pulled that out pretty fast. And it was sweet, right? And so, like, again, I, I, I get a little worried on this Clubhouse thing that we think this is peanut butter. And oh. that's already been invented, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, we have ways to communicate with each other. And I know there's communities but there's all kinds of sites that do communities, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, and there's uh, there's Twitter something that's coming out, and now Mark Cuban has said he's going to invent a new clubhouse that has built-in recording, and I was like, well, okay, but it's you know, uh, I I love it because we have people like Jeremiah that want to come up on stage, so uh, sweet. He knows he's going to be recorded, so that's cool. But um, yeah, it, it is audio, and the other thing is when you talk about recording, like like we just heard Chad, you know, now Chad had a great question. But he also had a bunch of kids in the background, and I'm not complaining, Chad. I mean, it's their kids. What are you going to do? Um, but not. I, I've heard people on Clubhouse that literally have their phone on their desk, and they have it on. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Where your earbuds aren't plugged in, speakerphone, yeah, yeah. And, and that is not great audio. Right. And it's like, right. so you know,
1: not th- meant to be though.
0: Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. So uh, Jeremiah, uh, welcome aboard. What can we help you with?
1: Well, uh, first of all, I didn't realize you're in Akron. I'm sitting in Talmadge right now, so.
0: dude. I used I used to live up on uh, Hunter Lake's apartments, right down the street from Target on Howe Avenue. So,
1: oh, right on, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm no right Ohio on, love
2: fest. Yeah. No, yeah, no Ohio the middle, love fest.
1: Uh, high school here by the middle school. So, yeah, uh, yeah cool. So, uh, I, it's interesting, you know, books and story form podcasting came up. Um, I'm big into the world of uh audio drama I'm, I'm producing one right now we just finished our second season i'm in the middle of trying to get a, another show funded and and continue on uh so i i really would love to hear your thoughts on sort of the rise of audio drama in podcasting um it it, it cracks me up because you know you go to like sag AFTRA and they talk about this as a new medium when it's you know radio drama is older than television so mm-hmm. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts on it, where it sort of fits in the landscape of podcasting and, uh, you know, any, any insights you have on, on it's not mainstream yet. Right. Like a lot of people that I talk to, they're still like, wait, what you're, you're not like just talking about stuff. Uh, so I guess, you know, where you see that intersection of audio drama coming into more of a mainstream, uh, I guess view in podcasting. Yeah.
2: Jer- Jeremiah, are you talking about like audio drama, like highly produced with, with sound effects and music and that kind of audio drama? Is that what you're kind of referring yeah. to? Yeah, okay.
1: Exactly. Okay. Uh, yeah.
2: I, I go ahead, Dave. Well,
0: the first thing is, um, the stuff I've heard is phenomenally produced. um, uh, girls in space. I can see her face. I cannot think of her name. Oh, I was going to drive me nuts. She started off making
1: Sarah, her Sarah, Sarah Ray Werner. Yeah, yeah.
0: Sarah, uh, started off making her own sound effects in her kitchen and stuff like that. it's amazing what she's done with that. Uh, and I've heard other, I, but here's the thing. I'm not an audio drama. Like I am not your target audience. I don't know why that is. I think they're great. And I love the theater of the mind, but, the ones now i've for the record i've never listened to girls in space i understand it's phenomenal i should go listen to it uh i know kyle is in the chat room he's a big uh audio drama guy i think it's great i mean if you go back to the early days of radio it was uh you know war of the worlds and all that fun stuff that was an audio drama and so i think there's definitely a place for it we were talking about audio books before this is like books on steroids i once uh listen to a thing called the Bible experience and it was basically people reading the Bible, but you had sound of mm-hmm. camels and stuff, mm-hmm. whatever in the background, it was kind
2: of different. Um, Jim, any thoughts on audio drama? Yeah. Well, I think what you said in the beginning when you started this is that I think it's a niche. And so like, you know, a true crime had gotten really popular for a while and probably still is it, but I'm not a true crime kind of guy. I don't like those kinds of things. You know, I don't watch 2020, <laughs> So I don't. Um, it, it's I'm not going to listen to it. And I think audio dramas have the same kind of spot where there's certain. It's just a certain audience that's going to want it. Is it a valid podcast format? You bet it is. I mean, I think there's tons of things you can do. Uh, as an example, my kids watch Critical Role, which is not an audio drama, but it's a weekly play out of D and D. It might as well be an audio drama, right? They're talking about how they're playing D and D. They go three four hours a session, and they get thousands. No, they get. Hundreds of thousands of people to listen to that thing. So I think the advantage to podcasting on the audio drama side is to create an audience around it. Dave, you mentioned that book, right, when he started putting out those chat, reading those chapters, and then people started waiting for him. I think that's the the advantage to releasing these over time instead of in one big gigantic audio book or in just one story. I think there's a the ability to create community around it.
0: Yeah, if I ever get to see Scott again, I'm going to ask him because I've always wondered if because he was getting feedback from people like, well, is so and so going to do the such and such? And I always wondered if Scott went. Well, he wasn't, but he is now. That's a great. I, I don't know if his book was based on any user feedback or not, but uh, um, it's it's definitely got a niche for it. And
2: the people that love that stuff love that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I I, well, I, I wouldn't see why not. Jeremiah, does that answer your question?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I'm just trying to get some insight on, you know, from more of a mainstream view of, like you said, it's a it's a niche. It's it's something that's been growing. But uh, yeah, I wanted to sort of get perspective from you guys on it. So thanks so much. Yeah. And
0: Jeremiah, uh, Kim will kill me if I don't say this. I have to do yet another little Ohio plug. N-E-Ohio. Podcasters.com, NortheastOhioPodcasters.com. We meet Monday. Uh, we meet online because, well, you know, COVID. But uh, it's a bunch of uh, podcasters here, and we sit around. Uh, this week we're talking about how, what, how do you back up your podcast because, well, Dave's been battling files all month. So that's this week's topic. But there's a lot of just open Q&A and things like that. So,
2: um, Jeremiah, fun. do you have a podcast?
1: I do. Uh, the The show that I just finished Season 2 on, it's called Cryptic. Uh, you can find it. Uh, I'm actually using Libsyn to host it. Uh, Dave's you. given me lots of support over the last few months. <laughs> and uh, But, yeah, you can uh, check it out, crypticpodcast.com.
2: Nice. Perfect.
0: perfect. And, uh, yeah, Kyle in the chat room says, I love that stuff. Yeah. So there are people. Yeah. It's a matter of, of finding the people that don't know you exist but love your stuff and going, oh, by the way, I have this thing right over on. here. And they'll be right like, on. you know, so awesome. Jeremiah,
2: thanks for jumping in
1: yeah thank you guys so much and if i if i could just super quick yeah uh like i said i'm launching another show uh it's called gabby and scratch and it's a show for families so young kids uh you know elementary school stuff and it's on kickstarter right now so thanks guys
0: well i have a question are you gonna get into any problems with naming a character scratch because isn't there a disney character named scratch I guess that's not because otherwise you're like wait you can't call him Dave we already <laughs> okay
1: so never mind I don't is there I know there's Stitch I don't know. Stitch if that's, that's it that's, it's Dave
0: oh, being there you go that's okay. Dave and his foggy brain never mind <laughs> it's,
2: the old, it's the old man Dave <laughs>
0: that's it hey, thanks man <laughs> thanks yeah, sure thank
2: man. you guys appreciate you it bet. yeah no you're welcome
0: <laughs> scratch Stitch what a something with an S and a ch in there I don't know. Oh, that's too! Oh
2: hilarious. my gosh! Hey, two two really great callers from um, from it. Clubhouse. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I'm in Clubhouse. Uh, I finally got in. Oh. I plugged my headphones in, so I couldn't. I can't hear. You know, it's not well, doubling you're also, the sound.
0: If I put you on the stage, no. What I need to do Ooh, is no, make you yeah. a moderator.
2: Oh, there you go. I think view no yeah. invite to speak. Nope. Um, immediately, I said. So when I got in the room, I was like, "Where's chat?" <laughs> Like I want to chat with people, say hi. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> this no isn't a, This isn't a chat thing, you know. So it's funny just how you your brain works. I'm so used to jumping in groups wherever they are and the first thing you do is say, "Hey everybody," you know, "Hi, how's it yeah. going?" whatever. "Hello friends." No. Right? Can't do that in Clubhouse.
0: It's like, "Here's your seat. No. Sit down and listen." No.
2: Yeah, no. But two two really good, two really no. good questions from yeah. By the way, both knew their website. Like both there were you able go. That is true. Right? Yeah.
0: So when we go, where can we find your show? Oh, I'm Pandora, Spotify, Stitcher. No, that's not the right answer. So keep that. Uh, that's always do, good do to Do you hear. think,
2: Dave, do you think the audience level of engagement? Okay. So think about we've got uh, eight, nine, 10 listening on Clubhouse. We probably have 15 to 20 on YouTube, right? Uh, we actually have I don't
0: 29, know. which blows okay, so my we mind.
2: Get, it's great. So we got 30 on YouTube. Do you think the level of engagement between those two groups is the same? In other words, when Jeremiah mentioned, hey, I got a new show. It's going to be at, oh, what, I, f- I forgot the the name of Stitch. All I can remember is Stitch <laughs> at this point. Um, I should have re- written it down. Gabby yeah, and Stitch. Gabby and Stitch. Thank you. Do you think the folks on Clubhouse are writing that down uh, versus the folks on YouTube writing that? You know, in other words, we're trying to get, su- you know, you're, we're trying to get engagement yeah. with that. Who... Who do you think, which group actually engages that way? Or do they both? Or what do you think?
0: If Jeremiah is, the way you you get people on Clubhouse is he should have his URL in his profile.
2: Ah, okay. That's how you do that.
0: So if I. So they
2: would look at your profile and then. Right. So. That's, okay. For instance,
0: and I'm just going to pick one randomly. uh, Scott Shepherd is in the uh, Clubhouse. And I can see that he's the host of the Flower Podcast for Floral Designers. Uh, and then I see all sorts of stuff about where he is, but I don't see his website. So that's that's kind of interesting. So I would put my website in there. Um, yeah.
2: okay. I, don't,
0: I don't know that these are clickable either in the profile. But that's but – what it is is Clubhouse wants you to follow people on Twitter and on Instagram. That's the way – because
2: those are clickable but I would put my, cause there's old people like me that well, yeah. I want to go to your website. So what, well, but that kind of reminds me. So, you know, both Chad and Jeremiah, well, we and, should probably and, be getting those links into the, yeah. Chad's come over and join us, come, <laughs> which is it's, we like this exp- We think, we think, I think let's, let me be really clear. I think this is a much richer experience to have the audio and video to do it. Now, I get all the Clubhouse stuff. I get it. I get it. Don't, don't burn me down on Clubhouse. (laughs) But, um, I I really like this experience. It does get me thinking, though, Dave, as we have our Clubhouse friends who are saying these things, maybe I need to do a better job of get, finding those and dropping them in the chat here on, uh, you, on YouTube, because our listeners are kind of used to that. That's, they, you know, they would normally, so Chad, make sure you get your link, because I didn't, make sure you get your link in the, um, in the chat here on YouTube,
0: yeah. So I, I did have a question. Well, actually, let me tell you one thing. I did. I almost spent a thousand dollars, somewhere between a thousand and two thousand dollars.
2: Holy moly, uh, Dave Jackson! You have a new house. How can you? <laughs> how can you afford a thousand or two thousand dollars on this?
0: Well, there are a couple things. Number one, I don't pay rent anymore. That's nice. Oh, that uh, is nice. That yeah. is very nice. But I also have, you know. No air conditioning and things like that. So uh, – but no, I was really good, – Good news is this winter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the furnace works. So that's good. But I had such the paralysis by analysis. I was looking at the Sony VZ1, uh, which is kind of a, a DSLR camera made for vlogging and streaming. And it's simple, and you've got mm-hmm. a couple buttons on it and watched a bunch of videos. And it's like, hmm. Because for some reason, like today, I look very weird. My video is just bizarre. And, and that I could – we're not going to – it's an audio show, so we're not going to talk about it. But um, then I was looking at the new Sony. I think it's A6500, 6600. They keep coming out. That's like $2,000. And it dawned on me that I already have a $1,000 camera sitting right here. It's called an iPhone 6 that's gathering dust. So I'm going to try this first to create some videos for my YouTube channel and things like that. Because not that my webcam looks horrible, but um, it might look a little better because the camera, obviously, in an iPhone is going to be better than a webcam. So uh, I'm, that's my first step. And I was like, it's sitting mm-hmm. here gathering dust. And there are actually apps. I know Elgato has an app that will turn your iPhone into something that you can you know, use as a webcam. And uh, so we'll see. That's going to be my my next little project here is, is trying to make, and I have a, uh, a lavalier. It's supposed to show up today that I was watching a uh, guy do a, a, a course and he was just using a lab. And I emailed him like, dude, what mic are you using? I know you're using a lab and it sounds f- like phenomenal. And it's some knockoff brand. It was like 36 bucks for two labs. And I was like, well, that's going to be crap, but it's showing up today. So we'll, we'll know. And I thought that would be the easiest thing. plug, my lav mic into my iphone and i've got a couple lights like presto instant video creation tools. yeah so, yeah so i saved a thousand dollars by uh and i was very happy because i i did finally like you know what don't make any decisions right now because you're all hopped up on youtube and and you know <laughs> that whole nine yards i'm trying to uh yeah. i'm trying to bring somebody to the stage i'm clicking there it is uh scott Shepard is the, the 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 floral guy is coming to the stage here there he is and uh that was me coming back at me that was fun hey Uh, scott i don't think scott's here hey guys
6: how are you i'm great i'm great i um i appreciate the feedback on the website i know when I, i i do have it on there but obviously i need to make it more pronounced um i have down there like a section where it says find us here and i've just sort of put, cause you can't put links on. Right. Um, I put it down in that area and maybe I should move it up and make it more pronounced. But, um, I wanted to ask a question. Um, as far as recording these, these sessions, um, do you feel like, have you had any pushback from clubhouse at all? Maybe you said it already and I've missed it because I just joined buddy. Uh,
0: in terms of, Hey, you're recording this.
6: Yeah. I've
0: reached out to them at least three times, probably four or five uh, there is no contact button on their website. You have to go through different things, and I've basically just said, "Well, I will." You know, uh, how's that go? I'll beg for forgiveness instead of ask for permission, kind of thing. And I sure. mean, it's the name of the 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 room is "Ask the Podcast Coach Recording." The description says, "Hey, if you raise your hand in this room, you're going to be recorded." So, you know, it, don't raise your hand if you don't want to be recorded. And right. so, at that point, I'm I. I've legally probably not covered because their terms say I have to get written permission. So I'm kind of getting, you know, uh, I'm assuming people can read, I guess. So I I used to ask every person, do I have your permission to call or to record the call? And that got kind of like when you heard that six or seven times an episode, it was like, "Okay, I got to find a way to get around that. Sure,
6: sure. Well, it was interesting because I saw your YouTube video where you talk about that. Mm -hmm. And I noticed recently when I went to their terms and condition that the phrase written permission is gone. Now it just says permission. And so I I, I don't know, maybe I'm not looking at the same place you were, but I noticed that. And so maybe, I don't know, I'm curious if it is the same place or not, but I noticed that change. Well, And also
0: they started recording you. They they now <laughs> they now have a backup recording. It's somewhere. Really? It, yeah, yeah. They oh. have. I don't know why. I guess in case somebody does something, I don't know. But they they it's Illegal. in there. Yeah. They they were like, yeah, we're gonna start recording. It's it's not for public. You know that whole nine yards. But uh, um, yeah, it's. Oh, uh,
2: listen. They're just testing. They're yeah. just testing this. They're gonna they're gonna yeah. start doing recordings. Yeah. We know that, right?
0: Awesome. What's it's really gonna weird is Scott is not on my screen.
2: No, oh, he's on mine.
0: Yeah, so I don't know. I nice see you there. Yeah, so at any rate. Awesome. Anything else we can thank help you, you with? No, nope, that's it. I was just curious about that. So, right. thank you so much. Oh, thank you. And again, that could just be my really bad eyesight. So, you never know. Um, oh, fun. It's a name I can't pronounce.
2: Yeah. Hold on. Before we bring anybody oh, else yeah. on, we're we're at the top of the hour and the I'm getting of kind hour. Of, I'm getting kind of thirsty. What <laughs> Can you can you support me on a port? I, I, I
0: can support you on a pour. Oh, looks so good with a new carafe. And this is where uh, – uh, hang tight. We This is the time of the show where we thank our awesome supporters. And you're like, what do you mean awesome supporters? Well, we are talking about – well, first of all, there is a teacher's pet. And that, of course, is James from the Dog Podcast Network over at dogpodcastnetwork.com. Do you want
2: to put it on screen?
0: That would be good. Thank you. Yeah. I'm glad yeah, no you're – That's what I'm here for. Oh, I get, I've got a little blue. Oh, there we go. Uh, it took me a second, but, um, I had a little, I I had a blue spinning ball. I was like, Oh, are we going to like crash and burn? That could be fun. But no, the, uh, dog podcast network, if, uh, as Jim was mentioning earlier, if you have a dog and you need something to listen to while you're walking your dog, this is perfect for that.
2: And they've got, they don't discriminate by the way. Cats too. You could listen to dog (laughs) edition while you're walking your cat. They don't discriminate.
0: (laughs) And, uh, they also have a contest going on over there. If you are a creator that also has a dog, you can actually win up to $5,000. Uh, they're looking for 101 dog stories. And uh, Jeremiah was talking earlier about you know really well-produced you know audio. That's really their goal over there. So if you want to check it out, uh, go over to dogpodcastnetwork.com. And if you want to try that contest, it's dogpodcastnetwork.com slash 101. But we always thank our $20 supporters – And awesome people like Ed Sullivan at soniccupcake.com. So it's talking about sounding good. Uh, Ed can help you with that. The Latin Podcast Awards. So if you uh, have a podcast in Spanish, uh, this is something that's put together by Felix over on the Audio Dice network. You can check it out at latinpodcastawards.com. Glenn the Geek Hebert. if you like horses, you'll love Glenn. He's got a Bazillion shows over at the horseradio network.com uh, all about horses and he actually does a, a a live show there called Horses in the Morning that's a lot of fun. Max Trescott up at uh, up in the air. If you like planes, uh, you could take your plane and fly over Glenn's farm and scare all the horses. It'd be great fun. Uh, he does a show at aviationnewstalk.com and Greg, if you want to get your finances in order, uh, check out Glenn, uh, Glenn. Yeah Greg Glenn, they're both start with a G. Greg over at Detshepherd.com where he's teaching financial wellness. Kim Craggie over at Toastmasters 101.net. So if you want to develop your voice, reduce your editing time and improve your content, you know if you think about it, podcasting a lot is a lot about content. And making good content. Well, Toastmasters has been helping people get words out of your mouth on a organized fashion for, I don't know how, when, I'm sure she'll tell me in the chat room, but Toastmasters has been around forever. Uh, Shane over at spybrary.com. So if you want to get your James Bond and all other kind of spies on, you can check him out over at spybrary.com. The Indie Drop-In Network. So if you want to get some exposure for your show, especially if you have a a true crime, comedy, or scary story, uh, Greg, another Greg, will uh, help you get your show in front of other listeners. Check him out at Uh Michael Delaney at Baby Mountain Radio Productions. Find him over at BabyMountainRadio.com where he makes podcasting and hard work. He makes them all look just like fun. And, uh, oh, $5. Apparently I'm going to thank our $5 supporters this week. So Corey at Ivy Envy. Chris at I Am Salt Lake. Uh, Ed. Ed Ryan at Podcasting for Dummies. Uh, Again,
2: important to have a good jingle because you sing Ed Ryan's jingle every time.
0: (laughs) Uh, <laughs> Eric at uh, unstructuredpod.com, Eliquity at TravelGlutenfree.me, Jason Bryan at Matttalkonline.com, Jason at cuatx.com, Jeremy Dennis at transmissionspodcast.com, some guy named Jim Collison from theaverageguy.tv. tv,
2: Ah, that cheap bastard.
0: <laughs> Jim Harold at Podlords.com, uh Joe over at Stacking Jay Cleveland Payne at morebettermedia.com, bettermedia.com, Carrie. Bond, Carrie Bond, at keywestperspective dot com slash podcast. I'm sure she's never heard that. Kim at Teachers dot com. Kim at distracted dot com uh, Master Cauldron at cauldronscript dot com, Matthew at Scottish dot com, Michael Ray, uh Ross Brand at LivestreamUniverse dot com, Rob at bedtime dot fm, Troy Heinrichs at com, and Troy Price at frontporchstudios.com, and I believe that's it. Yeah. If you'd like to support the show, uh if you don't want to be an awesome supporter, if you go over to ask the com slash store, there are all sorts of other ways that you can support the show. So thanks to all of our awesome
2: supporters for uh Dave, that list is like the who's who of podcasting. That's pretty great. <laughs> it, that's just as you were rolling through that, you know, I was thinking for some folks, they're like, you know, we got that negative, yeah, yeah, comment, right? You know, we we always thanking people, always thanking our uh, supporters. Well, we don't care. We're still going to do that, by yeah. The way. <laughs> just because someone said we shouldn't, we're still gonna because they're really important. And I look at that list of folks who support you in this, and I think, wow, that's really awesome. I mean, it is, it's incredible what what uh, what they give. They, that they separate their money to help, That's help, it. To help us do this. So well, it's pretty great.
0: Well, and if you think about it, we do 90 minutes. And the amount of – the percentage of time we spend talking about sponsors and, and dogs and, you know, Mark and everybody else, it's, it's actually pretty minuscule. I'm, I'm going to guess, hmm, Mayuri? Uh, she's going to tell me how to pronounce her name here in a second. Uh, she's on Clubhouse, and I've invited her up to that's, the that's stage. What I would have so. too. I'm going to say it's, it's uh, Mary. Sound, or, oh, not Mary. Uh, no. we'll,
2: go ahead.
5: Dave, you did say it right the first time. Yep. It is Mayuri. There we go. I'm, a t- I'm having a lot of fun t- people pronouncing my name in the Clubhouse, so I'm having a ball <laughs> with it.
0: I bet you are. <laughs> what can we help you with?
5: I saw Scott Shepard up there, and you know, you Scott, you are one of my, you know, I just put you high up there. Um, and my, I'll give you my background a little bit. I'm a florist, a planner, and I have a rental company. I've been doing this for the last eleven years through the pain points of, you know, just dealing with clients and teams, and you know, communication falling through, you know, the cracks or you know. Uh, taking care of certain things certain way or giving my team instruction, I developed a software for wedding and event professional, which is called True Client Pro. And I have been thinking about going on different podcasts to, you know, just to uh, bring my story out. What advice would you guys give me to work with It possible to connect with different podcasters?
0: I, I think it comes down. I can tell you what not to do. It's probably probably the easier way. Don't go – some people will go – you can kind of scrape the back end of Apple and grab everybody's email address and then send out what I I call the spray and pray where it's like, hello, I love your podcast. It's great. You should have me on your show because look – I invented sliced bread and cured cancer, and next week I'm going to cure COVID. Here's my contact information. Please see my PDF of 17 pages. Uh, can't wait to hear from you. So I had somebody last week. I my show is the School of Podcasting, and I got pitched somebody who was a mom expert, and I was like, "Don't really talk a lot of parenting on the School of Podcasting, you know." So it's that that's shooting with a shotgun. It's much better to find somebody. That you can think about it this way. Whose audience can I bring value to? Because every podcaster wants to bring value to their audience. So if you – but that means you're going to have to listen to some podcasts and do a little bit of homework and, and then just approach them and say, hey, I, I heard where you talked about such and such on this show. Have you ever thought about talking about such and such? I'm actually an expert in that and I could see where your audience would benefit by knowing this. But that just takes time. the The other way to do this is to hire someone, and that right now I think is going to be a crapshoot because, as I said, most of the people that I get pitched to are uh, are not great pitches. And Jim's got a a URL he put in the chat room here. But uh, Jim, you want to share that?
2: Well, I, I think the uh, this you know they've been working on this network for a while, but podcast guests. So so no S on the podcast, but an S on the guests. Yeah. Podcast guests. I threw the link in the chat here on YouTube. But you can sign up over there and then um, there's a paid service. So you can pay to be advertised to that community. And it's, it's pretty big. I I met the guy who runs this. It's a pretty big network. And I think the legitimate way to get on people's podcasts, it's just a way to kind of connect, you know, to connect those who want to be and those who need. And then you can actually go through their lists looking and then contact the podcasters directly and just say, Hey, um, you know, and I would I'd actually send a unique note to all of them, and I wouldn't try to make it a big long thing, and I wouldn't right. fake it. Like, if you haven't listened to their podcast, don't say you have, right? Yeah. Just say, "Hey, it sounded interesting. I'm 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 wanted to know if you were interested in having if you need guests because many podcasts do." So that yeah. would be that'd be my suggestion.
0: Yeah, if you do listen to the show, say anything that proved you listen to the show and you will stand out like nobody's yeah. business because nobody does. They, they don't listen. So when you say, Hey, let's listen to episode 18 where you talked about such and such. That was really cool. I really enjoyed that. You will stand out like, like people will hear like, Oh, when they read your email, it's like somebody actually listened to my show. But if you go to a uh, podcast, again, guests.com, or if you go to podcastingresources.com, I've got a ton of, there's a whole group over there. There's cause there are a ton of places where you can list your show and it, most of them are free. And so it's like, well, if I get, you know, no, if nobody finds me over there, well, I didn't, it didn't cost me anything, but it really is. Uh, I think in some ways, just you're starting to build a relationship with those people and then you can connect in that whole nine yards. So does that help at all?
5: No, that helps a lot. And that's one of the reasons why when I saw Scott here, because Scott flower podcast, right? And if I, I think I'm going to butcher up her name, and and how do you say her name? Second row, second person, flower uh, crown on it.
0: Uh, let's see here. I, a I, hit. I, and I hit.
5: Okay, yeah. So I'm. She'll have, I'm to, like, she'll oh. have to tell us. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I see that she she studied in Armenia and then dental, and then now she's turned into. You know, floral. She loves flowers. I'm like, oh, that's such an interesting thing because my background is accounting. I'm like, I can relate to that changing career. So I do, you know, try to make a connection. Otherwise, by now, I would have reached out to a thousand people, right? Like anybody who does podcasts. I don't want to just be on any podcast. I want to I want to also serve my community. You know, I want to share what I've learned. So I don't want that to go in vain either. So it does exactly make sense what you're saying.
2: And Mary. Randy says in the chat room, um, you know, you could start your own. Have you thought about just starting your own podcast? Not, not in addition to, or no, not, not uh, also, but in addition to, have you started about, uh, thought about starting your own podcast?
5: I have been thinking about it, but right now I'm really nurturing True Client Pros users. Hmm. And I'm, I like to, I I like to be there for my users. And I know it takes a lot out of me to really support, you know, instead of somebody else supporting them, because again, this is my baby that's born. And uh, Mm -hmm. remember, I don't code. I'm a florist. I'm a planner. Right. Right. And for me to actually hire programmers and work with them 24, not 24 seven, but for the last uh, 22 years, plus I've been working with them five to six hours a day You know, so that takes a lot out of me. So I have to really choose where I want to be. And eventually I think I would love that because I do a lot of Indian weddings and I Mm -hmm. have done Indian weddings and I'm Indian and I would love to share because there are so many florists out there you know, I think I can offer a value. So, yes, I have thought about it. I don't want to get into the whole thing. So, yeah.
2: No, no worries. No worries. We're not here to bully you into starting a (laughs) podcast either. Uh, Just, you know, maybe one of those things, if you think about, hey, if, if, as an example, you're nurturing your customers, right? You're, you're growing this piece of software. Um, You could be uh, doing short little testimonies, testimonials, short little interviews with some of your customers where you're both helping them, and then they get to help the community as well. So maybe you have a customer that's, that's doing something really well. You could interview them and share it with your community.
5: Oh, that's great. That's a great idea. Yeah, Doesn't I've been connecting be, yeah. with like wholesalers and, you know, I want to connect them to different wholesalers also. But again, that's, yeah. it. you know, I've always been B2C and then all of a sudden yeah. now I'm in a B2B world, right? right so right. I'm exploring right. so many different things. Before it was like my relationship with all the vendors and the venues. And now all of a sudden I got to you know, develop relationships with like farmers and wholesalers. It's a whole new world, right? So I'm also, I'm I'm learning. So yes, that is a great idea that I didn't think about it from my client's perspective and how that can help. So that's helpful. Thank you.
0: And I, I brought the, 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 the queen of, of flowers, uh, on, if you want to, because uh, I know she has a lot to say. She's she's one of, she's one of my clients. So oh, um, nice, yeah. Nice. So uh, and you're up, yeah. She's up. Go ahead and, and chime on in. Um, and I'm trying to remember how to pronounce her name. This is this let, is we'll let her
2: pronounce it yeah, since we Anna don't know. It.
7: I was just gonna wait to see how many tries you all are gonna have. Yeah, we're like this is entertaining.
2: <laughs> so pronounce it for us, so we get it right. Anahit. I need. I need. there we go. Yeah. Perfect. there we go. Perfect.
7: Pretty simple, straightforward. Hi, um, yes, uh, Mari, I did not know you existed, and this is fascinating and exciting. So yes, I actually DM'd you. So I'd love to have you as a guest because I'm now very interested in what you've got going on. So, and I'm sure our listeners would too. And mic drop. I'm just <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> yes.
5: <laughs> I will. I will DM you back and thank you. So and I hit. Did I say it right? And a heat.
2: heat. And a heat. On a heat. On a
5: heat. On a heat. Together. On yeah. a heat. Okay. Yeah. Got it.
2: Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Ladies, thank you for for jumping on here, Dave. I feel like uh, maybe we have a new segment uh, on Ask the Podcast Coach of connecting podcasters together. <laughs> That's it.
0: And I want to get some flowers <laughs> and put them in the background here. I, I, we need some, yeah. something to spruce it up here. Yeah, right on. Awesome.
7: I think you would look really good in a flower mohawk, Dave.
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
2: would go with is, would there you, such, is there such a thing
0: i'll look at her
7: picture she's got this cool
0: flower thing oh, yeah going i guess like so that.
2: i guess so yeah um, yeah we need to start maybe start getting some fresh cut flowers put in the background and you know maybe it's a new sponsorship kind of thing you know these flowers are sponsored by me <laughs> <yeah.
7: laughs> i'm in yeah there
2: you go uh anahit did you have any questions for us while you're on the stage
7: i um i jumped in kind of late um you know, I guess the question is really, um, what is the future of podcasting going to look like within, within the Clubhouse platform being, um, you know, growing as fast as it is? Um, I'm not concerned, really. I'm kind of excited. I'm just yeah. interested to hear your thoughts about how this paradigm is going to shift.
0: Well, uh, a couple words. Jim, help me out with some of these maybe. Meerkat?
2: Oh, yeah. You want to yeah. throw out another one? There's a real Blab.
0: Blab. Um,
2: uh, talk Shoe.
0: Talk Shoe. Talk is still around, though, I think about it. Uh, that's true. Yeah, that's but true. Yeah. um it, Not to say that Clubhouse is going to go away, but we have seen other platforms come on the scene and everybody's like, oh my God. And all of a sudden there's a Meerkat experts already, like three weeks after it, it launched. And so I'll be interested to see because some of the rooms I've been in on Clubhouse have been phenomenal and other ones, not so much. So in the end, it's good content that brings people back. Uh, uh, Tom Webster, who is the guy behind Edison Research, made a really interesting point, and it's one of those things you didn't notice, but once you notice it, you can't unnotice it. And that is, a lot of these rooms, the rooms are the same people talking
2: to the same people who are always listening. It's kind of like well, it's exclusive. This is the know. problem, is you can't your, your audience is limited. I mean, they got to open it up if they're if they're if this is gonna get big, and we think it's big, but it's not even scratching the surface, right? Because it's exclusive to iPhone users, and then it's exclusive to those who invite other people. And then they got this weird thing going on about sharing your contacts that I'm not comfortable with. So I don't, you know, Android represents, what, 70% or yeah. 75% of the, of, the, of the rest of the world. So I think they've got some, I think they have some things to do. I think monetization is going to crush them, by the way. That's going to, you're going to see a huge dip. Uh, when, when they turn on whatever they're deciding to do from a monetization standpoint. But I'm still struggling to figure out, like, we can do this. (laughs) This technology, this is kind of like somebody inventing the newspaper. Like, everybody's saying, have you seen this printed thing? It's, you can read articles on it. I, I just, I'm struggling to get the, to get the whole excitement around this. And my people saying, this is so new. And so, and you're like, you know, no, like yeah. we've done this before, it's, it's so I don't know.
0: It's Zoom without a video.
2: Well, and I, you know, people say it's the community. I get right. that. Like, oh, it's easy. It's easy to connect communities. Yeah. But hey, Google Plus, there's another one we added in here that oh. didn't, that started, that didn't make it. It had a Hangouts. It had the power of, oop, I, my my Google just went off because <laughs> I, I said its name. So I don't know. Listen, again, I, I sound like I'm telling people to get off my lawn every week when we <laughs> talk about this. But... Yeah. I just don't I don't get it. it could, I don't I, I just don't get it.
0: Yeah, it could be great. It will I'm on a wait and see kind of thing. I know I, I wish I had the link. Daniel J. Lewis put out a post on the Audacity to podcast explaining like, hey, why is it that we have to like Clubhouse is getting access to our, our contacts <laughs> and he was kind of saying that's kind of not cool, you know? And, yeah. and he's asked them numerous times, I think to say like, what are you guys doing with my contact information? And, and again, they're not really big on the whole um, communication thing when it comes from, I know they have, uh, they have little meetings, I guess, somewhere in clubhouse from, I don't know if it's clubhouse employees or what, but it's, it's kind of odd. The, town hall,
7: the yeah, town hall meetings.
0: Yeah. So I need to come to those so I can uh, do the old understanding before being understood kind of thing.
7: Yeah, they're they're actually really insightful. Um, half of it is BS, of course, okay. uh, much like anything else. But um, but they're very insightful in in terms of like they they're kind of you know give you the later end uh, as far as what's coming down the pipe. In that sense, it's been kind of interesting. So according to that, Android is going to be
0: yeah
7: onboarding in about I don't know six months or so is what they're saying. Six um, months. This. Yeah, they said they said uh, don't expect that for another six months. I'm like, whoa, hey, okay, that's that's
2: quite a nice. bit. So See, I, don't I don't
7: know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what that really means. Um, but I do, I do have two questions, sure. Dave. I do need to send you a message. Is the DM the easiest way?
0: Uh, or just e- e- I'm old. Email me. So
7: <laughs> okay, I'll email you. Um, but the other thing I was thinking about this whole um clubhouse thing versus podcast and all of these things. I think that instant gratification, that instant connection is what kind of made it happen. And had there not been a pandemic and we all were kind of like starving for connection, if you will, would this have grown as fast and as much?
0: I think that's it. I think it's a lot of it. Just the fact that there's two things. It's live is always a jolt because I look down and I've got, uh, I don't know, 10 people in clubhouse. I got 35 now on, on YouTube. So that's like, Ooh, people are listening to me, which is, which is kind of interesting because that will be a minuscule number compared to the number of people that will down this later as a podcast. So, but it's great to get instant feedback and you can't get that on a podcast. So, uh, that's definitely the cool thing, but I'm, I'm with you. I know a lot of people that are just doing this just because we did one of the the best clubhouses I was on. The room was a bunch of people that I talked to at events, all these other podcasting gurus. And we're all catching up because we used to catch up at events and we haven't seen each other for a year. So that was a phenomenal time just to get caught up in how are the kids doing and that whole nine yards. And it, it wasn't meant to be any kind of marketing. It was just friends catching up with friends. And again, could we have done that on a Zoom call? Yep. Could have done that in a, a number of different ways. But nonetheless, it was super easy. We were all there and you get notified that so-and-so is talking right now. And it's definitely got some some pros to it. So I'll be interested to see how it turns out. And If it takes them six months and Twitter and Mark Cuban come up with something that works on all platforms, uh, they might get, it's going to be fun to watch and no way around it. This is going to be fun to watch to see what happens. Cause the other thing is bandwidth is not free. It may be cheap, but it's not free. And somewhere along the lines, so they're going to have to figure out how to make money with this. If they're not just making money, selling all your contact information. So we'll see. Anything else we can, we can help you with?
2: Did, did, um, did, did no, I'm your, good. Did we get your podcast? Where's where? Where do we find you?
7: Oh, uh, Viva La Flora Live. Um, everywhere you can listen podcasting.
2: Say, say that one more time, a little bit slower.
7: Got it. Viva La Flora Live.
2: Perfect. Dot yeah, exactly. Live.
7: Nope. Just, just live. live.
2: Okay. Perfect.
0: Awesome. That's awesome! All right, Thanks Thank for jumping much. in. We'll see Appreciate
2: you. it. Good, good chatting with you.
0: And next up, unless you we hit. got
2: four minutes, just so do just we really so, have four minutes? Okay, yeah, it goes fast. Just so you know, we can we can bring him in, but we just just yeah, know we got. We'll our
0: bring uh, Jeff up. Man, it does go fast.
2: Holy it does cow. go fast. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, Jeff, welcome aboard. Uh, welcome to the stage. What can we help you with?
4: Hey, thank you. Um, Yeah, I'll try to make this quick then. Um, So I do an interview podcast and I try to make it simple for my guests, you know, I'll give them a little prep uh, web web page to look at. Uh, If you overwhelm them with too much audio terminology, I think it's going to scare them off. So hey, if they wear, you know, a $30 USB headset, it's good enough for me. Um, but I've been thinking about doing, uh, some episodes that are more like shorts where I ask my audience to send in audio that they record on their own, just like quick little short stories. Mm-hmm. These might be like, you know, in between real episodes, I'd put something like mm-hmm. that out. I saw another show, uh, risk that does something like this. And the guy has pages and pages of explanations trying to get people to record it on their phones and then right. email the audio. SpeakPipe is out there, but that's, uh, you know, something else I got to pay for. I'm what, not sure I really want to do that. So what uh, do you recommend?
0: Uh, well, there's Telbee, T-E-L-B-E-E.io. I just discovered this about two weeks ago. They have a free version. I think you can record up to X amount of minutes on the free version. Uh, SpeakPipe, I thought had a free version, but you had to like keep your answers to like 90 seconds. So, which in some cases is good because it forces people to get to the point. Um, Jeff, are, Jeff, how long are you looking for these things to be?
4: So these would be like little personal stories that I figure are five to nine minutes in length. Okay.
0: Yeah. Telby has a paid version that will let you record up to seven minutes. So, uh, and I forget how much it is. But yeah, otherwise it's a matter of record it on your phone, share it to, you know, Dropbox or whatever. and And again, if you have non-geeky people listening, that's kind of a...
2: Jeff, do you, do you, so is the expectation that they're going to just record something and send it to you? Is that the expectation?
4: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so they would, um, you know, basically. So, so okay, just a little context. Uh, I, I do a podcast on this thing called face blindness. People that are that have an inability to recognize faces mm-hmm. easily, and yeah. like two, two percent of the population uh, has some form of this. So you could. So these people have all kinds of great stories where you know they just realized that the lady they've been talking to in the market is also their kid's, you know, kindergarten teacher after six months of having a relationship with what they thought was two different people. So those kinds of stories that, yeah, you know, would the, make, uh, like good short episode yeah, the, without getting into a huge interview where they have to reveal all kinds of things about themselves. And it could also be a level of anonymity that might make people feel a little more comfortable too.
0: Well, I was going to say that would be the alternative would be to say, Hey, can we get on a zoom call and
2: you can share your story? It's not an interview. And that, you know, just that would be the other. Yeah. That'd have been my suggestion too. for that long, I would actually get on a call with them still just record their story, but you might get better quality if you're there to record it with them. You don't have to ask any questions. You don't have to do anything, but they just, they're talking to you for that long. It may be easier if somebody's there listening as opposed to, them just speaking you know into a mic you may get better quality if you're actually there to listen then you give them some suggestions and maybe do a few edits i know you're trying to do them fast but five to nine minutes is a long time for someone to talk by themselves
4: yeah it's a very good point i will admit i was trying to be lazy too
2: (laughs) yeah no i get it i get it i'm the king of lazy so i get it (laughs) awesome uh your your podcast is called face blind is that right
4: uh faceblindpodcast.com there you go the website i added it i added it to my profile during this meeting
2: (laughs) (laughs) nice good work good work jeff thanks for jumping in
0: awesome well jim what is coming up and for anyone that's new listening we're going to do another half hour but this is where we cut off the free show uh stick around we have some post show but jim uh what's coming up on the average
2: yeah, uh, Aaron Lawrence joins us. She's the Canadian gadget blogger and uh, does some great stuff. We talk a bunch about surprisingly, surprise, surprise, Mac, because I have a new Mac, yeah. right? So we've been we spent a little bit of time talking about that, but some other kind of cool gadgets she's been working on. So uh, I'll be posting that episode a little bit later today, at theaverageguy.tv.
0: And uh, in the chat room, Kim Kragi from Toastmasters101.net, Jeff, is saying she's got tons of people with short stories. So... Check her out on the School of Podcasting. Guess who I'm interviewing tomorrow? If you've ever heard me say, there is no such thing as too long, only too boring the one and only Valerie Geller. I am interviewing her tomorrow. Nice. uh, Yeah, looking forward to that. In fact, that's what I'm doing today is listening to a ton of Valerie Geller interviews as I come up with my questions for her tomorrow. So my goal is to interview her on Sunday and have it out on Monday. Uh, We'll see. Yeah, that's going to be tough. So uh, if not, you will hear me talk about many little baby topics that I've had kind of piling up for the School of Podcasting. But I want to say thanks so much to the chat room, at com slash live. We are here every Saturday morning at 1030 Eastern Standard Time and uh, if you'd like to be an awesome supporter again just go over to com slash store. There are many ways for you to contribute to the show and um, like I said thanks to uh, the chat room, thanks to Mark at podcastbranding.co and the Dog Podcast Network and uh, stick around for some post show.